Today, I would like to talk to you about the side of Jesus that we don't often get out. We say it, but we don't really comprehend it, and including myself. And that is, he is a king. He is a king. In the scripture, Jesus presents himself as shepherd of the sheep. He talks about himself being the head of the church. But he also declares himself as king in his majesty. His rule and his reign on the throne of time and eternity. No matter the circumstances, he remains and always will remain Almighty King. Almighty King. We will discover that he did not come to overthrow human government. He came to establish his government. Yes, it says in Isaiah 9, 6, the increase of his government, there will be no end. This God-sized event that we've just come through and celebrated, you know, is celebrating and remembering the one not just who is in the event, but who caused the event. Celebrating the one, you know, who reigns as king through Jesus Christ. Christmas is the beginning of the Genesis of the kingdom of God on earth. We read that in that passage of scripture. The beginning of the reign of God through Jesus Christ in the world in the hearts of men. A king who is not a tyrant. He's not simply a figurehead. But a king who is perfect, righteous, and loving. Royalty, lying in a manger. Fact is, the first announcement about his coming was about his kingship, not about him being savior. When the angel appeared to Mary, it was about him being a king and the rightful heir to the throne of David. So Mary, you know, when he spoke to her, he spoke to her of his kingship. When he spoke to Joseph, he spoke to Joseph of him as being savior. So we have here a savior king or a king savior. 
Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Born to be king. The reign of king. I believe that we know and have known him primarily as Savior. But we have little comprehension, you know, not because we're dumb or stupid, you know what I mean? But it, we just, it just hasn't enlightened us that he is king and he is king over all the earth. He is king over all of the heaven. Fact is, when Jesus was telling his disciples to go, and he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth, he is referencing his kingship. It's the king that has the power. It's the king who has the right to rule. Oh, yes. Luke chapter 1 says, He will be great, and the Lord God will give him the, the throne of his father David, and he will reign, and of his kingdom there will be no end. You see, Jesus was appointed to the throne of God to be king of the Jews, to be king of Israel, to be king of kings, to be king of the whole earth. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 says, For God has highly exalted him and gave him, given him a name which is above every other name. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and every tongue shall confess. It sounds like kingship to me. In fact, is the gospel, particularly in Matthew, opens up with Matthew emphasizing the kingdom of God. They went and preached, the kingdom has come. The one who's truly in control, who truly rules over all things. When it says the king of kings and the Lord of lords, it is a victorious title. When Revelations sees them coming, Riding on that white horse, and they had a robe that had been dipped in blood. And on it was the King of Kings. See, his salvation and his kingship applies to the present world, both its problems and its future reign. Even though his kingdom is not of this world, yet his kingdom manifesto 
is and does work in this world. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. I hear in my spirit the Lord saying, you have known me as Savior, but you are going to know me as King. Oh, hallelujah. I believe that 2021, you know, is God's word to the church, not the world. We the church, we the believer, get a hold of that Jesus Christ is king. And when we get a hold of Jesus Christ as king, I believe the kingdom work will begin to manifest itself in a much greater way. Remember when Jesus went ahead and did the miracle, and he said, if I, with the little finger, cast out Beelzebub, no doubt the kingdom of God has come down onto you. You see, when the king aspect of Jesus Christ begins to operate in a fuller force, then we begin to see the kingdom of darkness being moved aside. Oh, hallelujah. You can't really experience and know and enjoy and partake of all the blessings of him as Savior unless we begin to comprehend that he is king. Hallelujah. Man. He received the legal right to the throne of David. Luke 1 and 32 says, He shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He had the proper blood line, according to genealogy, through Joseph. He was rightful heir, okay, to it through being the son of God. A savior king who rescues, and a king who conquers. Sit thou on my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. You see, in dying as a savior, he was our sacrifice. Rising from the dead, he beat death, and he is a conquering king. And his mission is deliverance. 
So we need a savior who is also a conquering king that we might partake of all the benefits of Christ's redemptive work. And so it was the resurrection as king that empowered the sacrifice as savior. Somebody give the Lord a praise if you get that. <laughs> Hallelujah. No. The saving part does not work unless you have the resurrection of the king. For Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, if Christ is not alive, then everything we believe, everything we hope for, all of our faith, you know what I mean? It's, it's in vain. But he says he is alive. And he's alive because he's, he's king. See, Jesus as a savior affects the spiritual aspects of our life, but Jesus as a king affects all of life, and he begins to reign. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Woo! Hallelujah. But you shall have dominion over it. Because he's a king. The savior centers itself on, on self. King centers on Christ and his kingdom. And that's why Jesus said, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness and everything else gets adorned to you. Savior focuses on a one-time decision. King focuses on a lifetime dedication. The Savior invites people to seek forgiveness. The King summons people to, to a lifetime of devoted discipleship to Jesus Christ. Woo! If any man will follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Come after me. Hallelujah. Now that God's got you saved, he wants you to get into your kingship role of his life. Your life. I want you to notice how that Psalms 20, chapter 2, verse 7 and 6 connects. You are my son and kingship. Hebrews chapter 5 so says, Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest. But it was he who said to him, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Psalms 2, 6 and 7. I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the Lord. I will declare the Lord said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten or I have installed you. Man, when those heavens opened, God made a declaration. The Father appointed and declared Jesus Christ to be king. King and son, the rightful 
air. Oh, yes. In Luke chapter 1, that great verse, he shall give to him the throne of his father. He was empowered. He was anointed. He governs. He protects. He preserves. He enables people. He blesses. And he conquers his enemies. Ephesians chapter 1. He has set him above all principalities power and might and dominion and every name that is named and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. I'll tell you what, the church, hallelujah, has a grand future. Because he's not only king over all the earth, he's our head leading us informing us, causing us to function. How many know we, 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 that a head, oh no, not a head, the body <laughs> has to go through the head in order for it to function. You stop that, we malfunction. When you look at the parables, those are parables of the mysteries of his kingdom. So you can't look outside. You can't read the history books of kings of the past and discover about this king. No. You got to read his parables and discover how this king and kingdom operates. This king did not come riding on a white stallion, but came riding on a colt. Gentleness, you know, not exalting himself, you know, in declaring himself a Man of war. Fact is, he says, if my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. We'd do it different. When he went ahead and cleansed the temple, this king was telling us that, it is a, that his kingdom and his house is a place for all people. Jesus declared his kingship by healing. He says in Isaiah 35, he just gives us a little picture. Say to those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and with the recompense of God, he will come and save you. And notice what he does. The eyes of the blind are open, the ears of the deaf are on, stopped. 
the lame leap like a deer, the tongue of the dumb sing, the water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert, the parched ground will become a pool and the thirsty land will be springs of living water. Yes, it is a kingdom that is now and also yet to be. He is not just a king over kings, but he is a king over disease and nature. When he walked on water, it shows that he's king over nature. Think about it this morning. Colossians gives us a picture of him. He's the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation. By him, by him all things were created. He is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body of the church, the firstborn of the dead. He is a savior, king, and a king savior. Listen. According to Hebrews, everything is going to wax old. Everything is going to have a deterioration. It will gradually deteriorate. All right? It will, but not his kingship. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. Absolutely. Here's what it says. Oh, hallelujah. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years fail not. He is king. He's a personal king. He lies in a manger, but he holds the world. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes, but yet he gives us the garment of immortality. He finds no room in the end, but he builds a temple for himself in the hearts of those who believe. The God who made humans become a human. Christ has come to bring life and reign into our lives. What would our lives look like? If we were to recognize and treat Jesus as king, as our sovereign king and not just as our savior. He doesn't deny anyone, you know, coming to him as savior. But he says, you shall reign in life by one Jesus 
Christ. Hallelujah. Because he is a king and a loving savior. I don't know about you, but I need somebody more capable than I am. I need somebody that's more responsible than I am, more powerful and and more loving and more knowledgeable and more perfect than I am. I don't only need a savior, I need a king. I need a king. He's a personal king, not just a leader, you know what I mean, and formidable. He is a a personal king. It says that he cares for us. You know, just like the head cares for the body. We already mentioned that. Think about it. Decisions, planning. Ask my musicians to come this morning. A king who decided to give up his own life so that your life and my life could be saved. And so it could be lived in victory. A king who goes ahead and actively procures everything that the cross has went ahead and done for us. Hallelujah. Revelations chapter 19 says, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. 21 and 5 says, He who sat on the throne. He's such a personal God that he knows why and understands what keeps you awake at night. He knows if you've had a bad week and he relates to it. He understands the prayers of the sick, the homeless, the rejected and the the depressed. He became man, but he ascended to the throne. Hallelujah. Two thousand twenty one. It won't happen overnight. will happen gradually as we begin to grasp it. What I call the year of the king. The year of the king. 
You have known me as Savior. But you are going to also know me as King. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Does that sound good? I think it's in the book. Let's make a commitment. As we're winding down and wrapping up 2020. Let's make a commitment that our lives are not just going to receive him as Savior, but are going to follow him as King. Not just what I receive as he being my savior, but what I can become as him being my king. I think that God or Paul was 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 referencing, you know, the authority of his kingship when he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. These signs shall follow them that believe. This is when you get a hold of it. You see, it's just not that he is king over all the earth, he's your king can't go too close. He's your king. He's your king. Hallelujah. What's he mean when he says, if you believe all things are possible? What is it you got to believe? He's king. Saving is what he does for me. Being king is what he does through me. Give the Lord a praise. Oh, hallelujah. It's what he does through me. Go tell him. I'm alive. your brethren and tell them I'm alive. He conquered it all. Stand with me. As we go 
to that song that you sang, Mark, you know what I mean? The Lord bless you and keep you. This is the word of the King. Let the Holy Spirit just, you know. And I've had time, you know what I mean? But it's going to take a while for the saturation of it. I believe, but help my unbelief. Thank you, Lord. Remember, whatever part of your world is fading away, Whatever part of your world may be crumbling today, he is still king. He's king. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now this morning, it might not be ringing a bell. <laughs> oh. This is what he said I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. Glory to God. And so, it'll get through. It'll get through to me. I mean, you know, I'm just beginning, folks. By that in this kingship thing. Oh, hallelujah. Father, today, I thank you for releasing that blessing that comes directly from your word that was incorporated in song, but it is a direct word, a prophetic word, a promised word that you recorded in scripture. And because Jesus Christ is King, He is the King's Savior. Let the year of the King come. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, go out. Go do it. Because I'm King. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.